0: Always great having him. You know him well. The first congressional, his name is Nick LaLota. Nice enough to give us a couple of minutes. A busy week for him, no question. Congressman, great having you back.
1: Good to be with you uh, this morning. Fired up to talk to you and your audience. Just about to pop the can on my double espresso, so excited, rip Roy, ready to go, sir.
0: And in your honor, I've, I had a couple uh, week prior to last. Uh, man, was it good. Now, With that being said, uh, finally, uh, we get uh, a decision regarding uh, George Santos. Long time coming. And Congressman, you know, I always said, you know, you can put anything on the resume you want. You want to play goaltender for the Rangers back in the day, great. When you start fiddling around with campaign funds, that's it. And that is, according to the Ethics Committee, what they found. Give me a sense.
1: Yeah, you know, my, my colleagues used that ethics report to finally get there. I was there many months earlier. I was one of the first to call for Santos's resignation. He should have resigned. It shouldn't have been this lengthy expulsion process that got messy at certain points. But the evidence was overwhelming that the standard is high to get two thirds of House representatives to vote to expel a member does not happen that often. That it's only the sixth time in our nation's history that we've reached that standard. But that's because George Santos's conduct, his lies fall far below the minimum standard needed for a member of Congress. I'm so eager to move on from this knucklehead, this liar, this fraud. Long Islanders deserve better. His constituents in Nassau and Queens deserve better. They deserve somebody who can sit on a committee, who can get a bill passed, who can get funding back home to a project. Long Islanders need real representation, and I'm looking forward to moving on to ensure that those Long Islanders have a real member in the House of Representatives, Jay.
0: There you go. Four choices. February 13th, uh, Kathy Hogel set the date. Uh, Congressman, is there somebody in mind out of the four names thrown out of all of us uh, that you think would represent the third congressional, or is it too early to tell for you your assessment?
1: So The good news is, Jay, the Republican and conservative parties have multiple solid good candidates. And how it works yeah. for this special election per New York state election law is The parties choose by certificate of nomination, a piece of paper, who their candidate is. There Mm -hmm. won't be a primary. There's no more deliberate process merely by the stroke of a pen. The party will say who its candidate is on February 13th. We trust the Nassau County Republican Chairman Joe Cairo to do that the right way. Fortunately, he has a good number of candidates who poll quite strongly in that district. And we expect this to be a fight day on February 13th. There's going to be a lot of campaigning. But we expect the Nassau Republic Committee to lead the way and to hold that seat so we can put in a representative who will hold President Biden accountable, who will help us secure our border, deter conflict with China, reduce our debt. We need a strong Republican conservative candidate in that seat to help Long Island be strong, Jay.
0: No question about it. Nick LaLota, with us. Congressman, speaking of the border, that was damning stuff. I just had a conversation with the captain, Kim base on that. Chris Ray, FBI director. Lindsey Graham, thrown some questions regarding being on high alert. I could not believe what I was reading. The 50,000 give or take foreign nationals at that border between last year and this year. That is unbelievable. Those of Chinese descent, over 26,000. Russian descent, 12,000 plus. That is a warning. Everything at once, Gordon Ray, red lights are a flashing, sir. Your thoughts?
1: We're being invaded, and we're allowing it to happen. By we, I mean the Biden administration, Secretary Mayorkas. What they're doing on the border is terrible. It may be impeachment worthy. The House is going to deliberate about that over the next couple of days and weeks. Secretary Mayorkas specifically is creating his own immigration policy by letting everybody in regardless of where they're from, regardless of the impact on our national security. We've held numerous hearings trying to hold him accountable, trying to shame him into better border security. But they're coming in. Tens of thousands at a clip. They're finding their way to places like New York City, creating a migrant crisis in New York City. Of course, New York's policies are no better than President Biden's with his sanctuary city policies. It's a total mess. We've tried to pass laws in the House of Representatives like H.R. 2, which would reinstate President Trump's remain in Mexico policy, which would prevent all these fake asylum claims from claimees from coming into the United States for multiple years before their asylum claims are ultimately adjudicated. And of course, between 60 and 80 percent of those asylum claims get rejected because they don't meet the criteria. We're just allowing, the, the Mayorkas and Biden are just allowing too many folks across that border who don't qualify for asylum, who shouldn't be here, whose backgrounds we don't know, who aren't fully vetted. It's a tremendous risk to our own national security, Jay. we got to get on top of it.
0: No question. No question about it. How do you do it? You close the border. That's what Donald Trump said uh, last time. We're watching that town hall, Congressman on Fox, Sanity was Mott uh, was asking the questions in Davenport, Iowa? Last I tell you, if I was in charge of the media in this country, I would fire at least fifty commentators this morning for them to claim that Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. Why? Because you know what? First thing round the business, January twenty fifth of twenty twenty five, with Arvest the twentieth. Uh, He said closing the border, he'll start drilling, being energy independent. Okay, is that being a dictator to keep everybody safe, knowing that there are 50,000 foreign nationals that hit that border over the last year and a half? That is unbelievable. I tell you, I would terminate everybody's everybody's, uh, press pass for saying that. That's a disgrace. This is the problem of what's wrong with this country. I'll tell you that much.
1: No doubt about it, Jay. You know, th- these policies that either both Trump and the Republican Party has champion on the border, on the economy, on re- releasing American energy, on when we're involved in overseas, knowing what the heck we're doing in places like Ukraine, have a clear plan, audit the money that we're sending over there, know that we're not an endless cash cow that just doesn't throw more and more money at these problems. These policies are very popular when articulated specifically, In the media, and you're right, we don't get much help from traditional media. But we're out there every day on maybe radio shows like this or on social media or anywhere in between, making sure the folks know the things for which we stand. I was yesterday at a Homeland Security meeting. We had Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman there. And we were talking about the the, the border policies of Secretary Mayorkas and President Biden as as they affect suburban counties like Nassau and Suffolk. This is real stuff. Jay. People get it. Fortunately, our constituents, Suffolk County residents, Nassau County residents, we, we get it. We're informed. And we need, you know, there's a couple big elections coming up. And we need folks who will be responsible on the border, responsible on the economy, ensure that American families have an ability to work and provide for themselves by having less regulations and less taxes. These are the things for which we stand, Jay. We're getting a good response from, from voters, from constituents on these. And I expect that to continue, but I don't expect to get much help from any of the press outlets today. That's just not how it's been in the last
0: nah, years. border is number one issue. Uh, listen, I get it with the economy, inflation, crime. I understand that. But to me, and I've said this from day one, the border is of extreme importance. It is prior one. It should be on everybody's mind, everybody, regarding elections. And that includes a special election. That's going to come up in February, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we're talking with Nick Lauda, Congressman Nick Loder, the first. couple of things. Funding. Uh, do you expect, you're already getting pushback, Congressman, Ukraine, Israel, separate funding all together, pulled and whatnot. A lot of people are thinking, Ukraine, wait a minute now, can't have an open checkbook here. Give me a sense of what you're feeling here as far as funding these two wars. Go ahead.
1: So these should be separate separate issues debated on their own merits. For me the israel one is an easy one for me to vote to fund israel is america's closest ally america is israel's closest ally that's because those who chant death to america are the same ones who want to wipe israel off the map we have a very common enemy in hamas who presents a clear and present danger to the united states there's no doubt about it that we should be locked arm in arm with israel in its defense of its borders but also in its pursuit to eradicate territory. That, that should be a no-brainer for every member of Congress. Separately, Jay, Ukraine's a different story. The money we've been sending over there isn't going to the things it purports to go to. It's not actually buying the bullets and bombs and whatnot that will help actually defeat Russia. A lot of it has gone to corrupt individuals and social programs within Ukraine. We need much better auditing on any dollars that are already there. And we need a war plan. We need Secretary Austin, the commander-in-chief to articulate to Congress and the American people what the heck the money is going to go to over there. How do we win? What are the objectives? We haven't gotten any of that. And the problem, Jay, is with our own border being wide open, our focus on another nation's border while our own border is wide open is totally offensive to many of my constituents. And I wish the administration was as passionate about defending our own border as Ukraine. because if it was, then we wouldn't have the migrant crisis in New York City. We wouldn't have some of the crime issues that extend from it. These issues should be handled one at a time, and those who would seek to couple them, those who would seek to only give us their own nation's border security if we send, to, send money to Ukraine, are by doing so admitting that they don't care about our own border. There should be an up or down vote in the United States Senate on H.R. 2, the bill that House Republicans passed, On May 12th that would help put our border in a better shape by doing things like reinstating remain in Mexico the Senate should undertake that bill now it hasn't done so anytime in the last 180 days but those who would couple our border security with stuff like Ukraine are admitting they don't care about our own border and they would have us pay a ransom that is to send money to Ukraine in order to get our own border secure it's not the right way to do a business Jay I hope it doesn't continue to go down that path. I hope the public continues to pressure the United States Senate and the president to get their acts cleaned up so that we can finally secure our own border first and foremost. Jay.
0: Yep. Nick Lillotta with us one more for him. And you mentioned Mayorkas before when I think of Mayorkas, I think impeachment. Uh, listen, it should have happened already. How much juice is there that to happen. I mean, if I hear any more testimony, any more evidence that needs to be said that this guy is incapable of doing his job, I don't know what, what gives here. Uh, also, I'm I'm sensing that there is a little bit more moving of the needle, so-called, regarding Joe Biden, as far as his antics are concerned. Give me both ends of the spectrum there about how close we are.
1: So, I'm there on Mayorka, I sit on the Homeland Security Committee as those representatives D'Esposito and Garbrino, both from Long Island. And, of course, Pete King from Long Island used to chair that committee. We Long Islanders understand the nexus between border security and what what has happened with our own state. Um, And we are being very assertive on this issue and very deliberate with the facts. Our chairman, Mark Green, a West Point graduate, has laid out a very, very detailed investigation to Mayorkas' dereliction of duty. And no doubt about it, For his tenure as Homeland Security Secretary, he has been the Architect of allowing all these folks To illegally cross our border And by the way, it's not negligent It's somewhere between reckless or intentional You can hear these folks, these Washington Democrats, narrate That they think that they're creating their Own immigration policies by allowing So many people to cross our border They're subverting the will of Congress, Secretary Marcus specifically, while doing so I think that is impeachment worthy It came before the House uh, about a week or two ago uh, on his impeachment. I support the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas because he must be held accountable because he is enforcing the laws which are on our books. And by the way, not my laws, not any random Republican laws, laws that have been agreed to by both parties for years. He is simply not enforcing. We do not have a secure border. It's Secretary Mayorkas' fault, and he's got to go, Jay. On Biden, Biden, you know what? The, the Biden family clearly has made a ton of money from overseas, including from adversarial nations, in languages they don't speak, in professions in which they have no experience. It sure smells like bribery. It sure smells like the family is taking money from adversaries and converting it and making policy choices subsequent to it. It looks like that. So I'm supporting an impeachment inquiry into the President of the United States, our commander in Chief so we can properly understand exactly what was done to earn those dollars and what policy choices were made subsequent to accepting those overseas dollars to understand if there's a nexus between the two, because it sure looks pretty bad, Jay. You know, a president's family taking so much money from places like China, from places like Ukraine, who are known to be quite corrupt, The president's family, the commander in chief's family taking that and then money flowing to the president himself is extremely problematic and rises to the level where if the House doesn't inquire at these facts, then we're the ones who are negligent and we can't do that. I'll say one last thing on this day. We shouldn't be cavalier, however, with the impeachment authority that we have. This is a serious issue. It will stall most things. That happen in the House. We will have to focus primarily on this. We should not wade into these waters lightly. We should be very deliberate, if and when we do so, because this is a serious accusation. If ultimately impeachment comes, we're telling the world that the President of the United States has, has committed high crimes and misdemeanors, including bribery or treason against the country, and that is a serious accusation. The one I do not take lightly,
0: doesn't get worse than that, I'll tell you that much. We'll keep a lookout. We can't thank you enough. Up and on with us. Very important day. Good timing and everything else. Congressman Nick LaLota of the First Congressional. We appreciate your time, sir. God bless
1: Chase. See you soon. Thanks for having me on this morning.